Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am absolutely thrilled that you are with me today because one of my favorite people in the whole world is on with me again today, Ginger Hubbard. I'm so glad that you've joined me this week. Welcome to our Meet the Cast lineup with Ginger because Ginger, you are a pretty important part of Schoolhouse Rocked, which we are less than two weeks away now from the release of this movie. Ah, I can't believe it. I know it's so exciting. So very exciting. If you guys have not heard of the Schoolhouse Rocked movie, it's called Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. If you are listening to this podcast, you probably have heard of it. And I am assuming you are just as excited as Ginger and I are about the release of this film. Um, So yeah, it's less than two weeks away. It releases on Friday, November 12th. We are uh, just just itching to get this movie out and into people's hands and just have people open up their eyes to the beauty of family discipleship, home education, taking back our kids, taking them out of the school system, bringing them home and building that relationship with our kids and helping them to just explore what God has for them and how God made them. And so, um, Ginger, you are such an important part of, of my life, of the cast, of all things um, that we're doing with Schoolhouse Rocked, and God has also blessed you with an incredible ministry yourself. So welcome. We are going to talk about all things Ginger Hubbard, and I'm so glad to have you back on the podcast. Well, thank you, Yvette. It's always so much fun to be on with you because you are such a dear friend, and I also uh, am very much behind and believe in what you guys are doing and what you've just poured your lives into doing for the past several years. And so watching it all come to fruition now and just knowing the ways that God is going to use this movie to encourage parents, you know, not only who are already homeschooling, but those who might even be on the fence about it, just to know a little bit more about it. And man, what an encouraging movie. I got to preview it a couple of weeks ago with my family, and it's just so, so powerful. So cool. What was their response when you guys previewed it? Well, of course, my kids were there and they're like, well, they were in the background. Going, that's us. That's yeah. us. Because <laughs> there so, are a bunch of photos of you and your kids in the movie from when they were pretty little and then through kind of their teen years. Right. Yeah. No, they just thought it was so good. And it was just such a powerful testimony. All the people that gave testimony, it was just so powerful and so many different reasons that people homeschool and just the benefits of it and the way that uh, kids respond to it and just having that one-on-one time and being with your kids all the time and the benefits of how that enables us to uh, lead them spiritually and, um, you know, really try to help their uh, character to be more Christ-like. And so when we're with them all the time, we're able to do that. That's right. And so it was just so much fun seeing all those different families and and just thriving as homeschoolers. Amen. Well, you talk about teaching them to have Christ-like character, and that's really what the Lord has called you to in your ministry uh, that you've done for many, many years. And so I, I, I want to, you've been on the podcast before a few times, And I know the first time you came on, you talked about a couple of your books. You have Don't Make Me Count to Three, which was the first book of yours that I ever read. 
And that was when I became a, a ginger fan. <laughs> that was probably 15 years ago or so. It was quite a long time ago. It was when Brooklyn was really little. And um, then you more recently wrote a book called, I can't believe you just said that. Um, and one though, I think the thing that has had the greatest impact on me is your wise words for moms. And I know this is super, super popular um, in the world of moms with, especially with young kids, um, it's just such a powerful tool. And we could talk a little bit about that, but I am so appreciative of your ministry and your willingness to say yes to the Lord, because it has so greatly impacted me. So I want you to talk about how you got started in ministry and w w what did that look like for you? Okay. Well, actually, the Wise Words for Moms was a big part of how I got started in ministry. I actually just started out, Yvette, when my kids were really young, um, just having such a passion for the Word of God and really wanting to put God's Word in the hearts of my kids. And I wanted to parent them in accordance with the instructions that God has laid out for us in the Bible, which is our parenting instruction manual. Yeah. And so I was so passionate about that. And I started leading a small moms group of like 20 or 30 moms just in my local church with a good friend of mine. And my favorite parenting book was uh, Shepherding a Child's Heart by Ted Tripp. And so I just thought, well, I'm just going to lead this small moms group and we're just going to go through Ted's book together. And so that's exactly what we did. And my friend and I just took turns uh, like each week just talking about the principles we were learning in Ted's book. And while what we discovered, though, is that while all of us were so pumped up and excited about reaching the hearts of our kids, because that's pretty much the core of Ted Tripp's teaching, he was getting us so excited and so pumped up, but he wasn't telling us how to yeah. do it. So there was a little bit of frustration there in our mom's group. So I thought, well, you know, my kids have these particular struggles. Maybe they're struggling with whining or tattling or disobeying what kids, you know, young kids don't struggle with disobeying. And so I wound up putting together uh, this little wise words for mom's chart. It didn't even have a title at the time. It's this little handwritten thing. And I just literally wrote down some of the things that my kids were struggling with. And I came up with a three-step plan for how I could address those issues uh, from a biblical heart-oriented perspective. And so I carried this to my mom's group and showed it to the moms. And, you know, I probably had three or four behaviors on there. And I was saying, you know, this is how we can implement this teaching. Yeah. This is practical application of what we're learning and how we, how, we can, how we can get to the hearts of our kids. And so then they were all, you know, raising their hands. Well, what about, what about disobeying? What about uh, tattling? What about whining? What about lying? What about, so I wound up with 22 different behaviors because all the moms that were in the group, they had kids that were struggling with different behaviors than my kids were struggling with. So I just kept adding to that little chart, you know, pretty much every week. Yeah. And then I, uh, it, it just, became such a powerful tool for all of us to just have God's word right at our fingertips in accordance with the struggles that our children were facing. Right. And so it started spreading through our community. Then it started spreading to other communities. And then I don't know how I found out this, but I discovered that Ted Tripp was a pastor of a church in Pennsylvania. And so I mailed him a copy of this chart, which didn't look anything like it looks today. I mean, it was literally just this handwritten yeah. thing that we took to speedy printing and stapled together. And so I sent him that along with a thank you note and just basically 
thanked him. I said, your your book is what inspired me to put this little chart together. And so I just wanted to thank you for all of your teaching and how it's really formed the foundation of my own parenting. Well, I didn't expect to hear anything back from him. I mean, you know, it's Ted Tripp. I thought maybe right. an autograph picture, postcard with his uh, <laughs> signature on it or something. And so, um, but anyway, he instead, his uh, son, Aaron Tripp, who runs Shepherd Press Publishing, called me up and said, my dad has been looking for a tool just like this because he was hearing the same thing I was hearing in my mom's group, that the book was great as far as motivating us to reach the hearts of our kids, but it wasn't really telling uh, folks how to do it. So they offered to publish Wise Words for Moms and Ted started taking that little chart with him everywhere he spoke. And all of a sudden, I started getting calls from all over the country, people inviting me to come speak. So just with him taking that chart with him, all of a sudden, just this national speaking ministry <laughs> fell in my lap. And so fast forward about maybe two or two years, and I had been speaking on uh, reaching the heart of your child all over the country. I had a three-session seminar that I was doing, and then I started thinking, well, hey, you know, I've got enough material here that I could actually put this together, uh, add to it a little bit, and have a whole book. And so I found out that Ted was going to be speaking in at the homeschool convention in Montgomery, Alabama, which is my home state, only like an hour from where I live. And so I um, called Aaron and just said, I would love to talk with your dad about me potentially writing a book for you guys. And so I, uh, he said, well, I'll ask him, you know, he's a really busy guy. I don't know if he would have time to meet with you. You know, it is Ted trip. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, won't, won't. So I really didn't expect to hear any. Well, actually, I, I was really excited, hoping I would hear sure. something. And like two or three months go by and every single time the phone rang, I jumped. thinking It's going to be Ted. He's going to say we can go to lunch. I can tell him about my book. And it never was him. And then Yvette, the day of the event oh, where he was to be keynoting at the Alabama State Homeschool Convention, I get a phone call that morning. I'd already given up all hope, oh, yeah. which was which was kind of bad because I'd already told everybody south of the equator <laughs> that I was going to be having lunch with Ted Tripp. And, and, already, and I didn't think it was going to happen. So it's funny because when he actually called me, I thought it was a friend of mine playing a joke on me. Oh, no. I did. And I almost hung up on him. I said, okay, yeah, whatever, Tim. And I almost hung up on him. And he said, uh, well, no, this this is not Tim. This is Ted Tripp. And so when he did want to have lunch with me, so, you know, I'm still homeschooling my young kids. So I grab all of their school books, throw the kids in the car, all the school books, take them over to my friend's house and say, I'm going to have lunch with Ted Tripp. <laughs> so I dropped my kids off at her house. And went and we, uh, I remember sitting with him, having lunch and just sitting across the table with him. And he's having this cheeseburger and fries. And I had practiced my spill the whole way to Montgomery. <laughs> you know, he's exactly how I was going to try to pitch my book. And so he listened to everything that I had to say while he was eating. And I had a little outline that I had put in front of him so that he could follow along with what I was. You know how I am, you bet, about right. outlines. Oh, yes. You know, yes. I'm a big oh, outline girl. Yes. Ginger so, loves outlines. <laughs> I love outlines. So um, anyway, so he's looking at the outline and I'm making the whole, you know, spill about my book. And when I was finished, he slid that outline back across the table to me. And he said, you know, I think this is a good idea, but I think you're too young mm. to write a parenting book. And oh my goodness, Yvette. I mean, first off, I was so intimidated to meet with him because he, I was such a fangirl and yeah. I was just so intimidated, so nervous, but I also had a real passion to encourage parents. And so when he said that, all of the intimidation left me. <laughs> and I said, and Mama well, Bear came out. <laughs> and Mama Bear came out. And I said, Well, you know, I'm not sure how old you think I am, 
but I'm 33, which is about the same age Jesus was when he started his ministry. And Paul told Timothy not to be discouraged because of his age. (laughs) And he just, I'll never forget it. He just grinned from ear to ear and pulled that outline back over to him. And he said, okay, send me the manuscript and I'll take a look at it. And so one year later, Don't Make Me Count to Three was published. Wow. Wow. Yep. That is such a great story. <laughs> <laughs> you were ready. And what's funny is I, I'm guessing you probably did not practice your answer to him sliding it back over to you. I did that not. That was the Holy Spirit. That was the Holy Spirit. Because I'm telling you, I was so intimidated. Yeah. You know, it would have been more like me to say, oh, well, okay, you know, and just kind of uh, <laughs> just back down. But but I didn't. You know, and that's the thing. When God gives us a passion yeah. to do something, we're not, it, it's not easy to talk us out of it. Right, right. Because it's from Him, not from us. That's right. And that's so right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. We are back with Ginger. I I love that story. It's so funny to me because I can just put, you know, I'm a super, super visual person. So as you're telling the story, I'm literally picturing you, 33-year-old Ginger, with your, you know, not your little kids with you, but, you know, as a young mom sitting at a table with Ted Tripp and you're like, no, no, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) Oh, no, you didn't because I have something else to say about that. (laughs) Right. Do you know who I am? (laughs) I am a follower of Christ and he has asked me to do something and you're going to (laughs) listen. That's right. Oh my goodness. Well, um, (laughs) that book has absolutely been hugely impactful um, to me and my parenting because you're absolutely right. Um, Shepherding a Child's Heart was the first parenting book I ever read. I don't remember who gave it to me. I remember someone said, this is the book you need to read. I read it, I think years before I even had kids. And then I remember getting to the end of it. And I was like, it was so good. It was so powerful, but how? Right. And so, you know, right. Then- and so, the, and that's what he describes my uh, wise words for mom's chart as is putting feet yes. to his teaching. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's perfect. That's exactly really what it is. So, okay. So you write this book, you now are, you started, did you start speaking before that? Because you had wise words for mom. So had you Mm -hmm. started on your speaking journey already? Right. Yep. With he did, when he started taking the wise words for moms with him, I could pretty much look at his schedule and know that I was going to get a call from that same area oh, because wow. he would take the chart with him. And yeah. so, yeah, so I'd been speaking for probably a couple of years after wise words for moms came out. Okay. And then I took my seminar notes and then that's how I started developing the don't make me count to three. And of course, when that came out, then my speaking ministry really, yeah. you know, just exploded. Yes. Then. Yes. Yeah. So fast forward, I had been speaking on uh, biblical parenting for, I started in about the year 2000. And so I'd been doing that for about eight or nine years. And then in 2009, um, I went through a very, very difficult time. And I won't go into any details, but I found out that my husband of uh, 17 years had been living a double life. And so that was obviously it was out of nowhere. It was extremely devastating for me and my children. And I was homeschooling. And so at that point, I stepped down from public ministry. 
and just focused on, I, I didn't want to put my kids in school. That's the last thing they needed with everything that they were going through. Yeah. And so uh, just really focused on running our family restaurant and uh, finishing up homeschooling my kids. So stepped completely out of public ministry, took my website down just to focus yeah. on my family and healing. And God was so faithful. Of course, I said I would never marry again. Um <laughs> And then two years later, uh, Ronnie Hubbard, God brought Ronnie into my life, and uh, he is just my rainbow after the storm. Mm -hmm. He is uh, is just an amazing, godly man, and I don't know where in the world I would be without him. And so the kids and I are very blessed. And Ronnie, we've been married 10 years now, and Ronnie came as a package deal with two boys. And so between us, we've got four kids. All of them are in their 20s. That's so cool. Um he is he is a great man. We have gotten to know Ronnie pretty well, and the Lord really, really has blessed you. Um, you know, and what you went through. I remember that time actually. I remember like, what happened to Ginger? Like <laughs> she she, she just kind of disappeared. <laughs> and then I think I read an article, or maybe I heard you on a radio show or something like that. And and because it took some time for you to kind of come out and tell your story, because um, mm -hmm. I think there was some time, at least that I remember, where. No one really knew exactly what had happened. You mm -hmm. just kind of vanished. Right. Um, and so I, I remember hearing your testimony and what had happened and how the Lord was you know, just kind of redeeming that and bringing you back into um, ministry again, very slowly though. Right. And yeah, it was like a seven year sabbatical that I was not speaking and yeah. writing. So yeah. it just took a, it was a, it was very devastating. It just took a lot of healing and um, yeah. so, but the Lord is faithful. He, he is so faithful. How has he used that then in your life and in your ministry? I think he has made me way more sensitive to just all of the different things that people go through and to not be so quick to, um, to judge. And it just obviously he's given me a lot of compassion yeah. for people that have been in similar situations with me. And given me lots of opportunity, you know, a lot of people come to me that are that are in that boat yeah. and have have or have been through betrayal and adultery and um, divorce, and you know that's just such a painful, hard thing to get through. So yeah. the Lord has expanded my ministry. That's certainly not primarily what I talk about. My passion yeah. is to encourage parents to reach the hearts of their kids, yeah. but along the way, uh, God brings people into my life that are really, really hurting from some of the you know the same kind of situation that I went through and. He has allowed me to um, show compassion and love with yeah. the same compassion and love that I received from him. Yeah. One of the things that I respect most about you during that time of your life is that you really brought yourself and your children back under the authority of your dad mm -hmm. um, and of your parents as an adult yes. woman who'd been married for many years. Right. And I think that's really powerful because I think, you know, we, we think, you know, once we get married, of course, we leave and cleave to our husband's. And that's really where our authority then comes and, and we mm -hmm. work as a team. But then when that completely dissolved in your world, mm -hmm. you were able to go back and, and you, I know you have a great relationship with your parents anyway, mm -hmm. but you mm -hmm. were able to go back kind of under their, their leadership because yep. it was a lot for you to handle on your own. It was, it was, uh, yeah, I was kind of thrown into running a restaurant that, yeah. you know, I'd not been really a part of running in 17, 18 years. Yeah. And so, and I also felt that it was important for my kids to have a very godly male role mm -hmm. model. 
yeah. in their lives um, because my ex, he he was just gone, you yeah. know, completely out of the picture. And that was devastating for all of us. And so bringing my, my parents actually moved in with us and lived with us oh, for wow. a year. And it was such a blessing. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I would like to say that I just bounced back real quick, but I didn't. I was I was pretty much a train wreck for about a year. Yeah. So about all I could do was get out of bed, homeschool my kids, you know, do the absolute uh, just things just that were survive. Necessary. Yeah, just survive. And that was my life for about a year. So I was I was so blessed. And I know some people bounce back, you know, much faster than that. And I was in the word every day, but yeah. I was just so broken yeah. and so devastated and um, but it was a really sweet time with the Lord that whole year because I, I realized that sometimes, even though I totally knew the Lord and had a close relationship with Him, it's like I realize that sometimes He allows us to plummet to the lowest possible place yeah. so that He can lift us to the highest point, which is um, just a very intimate, total dependency kind of relationship with him. Amen. And so that is what I, even though I was a train wreck that year, that is definitely what I experienced was the strength of the Lord to keep me going and to bring about healing in my life. And yeah, and he used my parents tremendously to help with that. I'm so blessed to have them. That's so cool. I love, you know, hearing stories like that because our, our, our only hope is in Christ, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, if if we don't have our hope in Christ, we're going to just we're going to be a mess. I mean, there, there are right. so many trials and, and, um, difficulties in life, you know, even if we're in a great marriage or, mm-hmm. um, you know, have a great family, we live in a sinful world and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of the best things about homeschooling is we get to teach our kids. Our That's right. Hope is not yeah. in anyone but Christ. That's right. And, and two, one, one message that I just want to say, it just popped into my head is that when we need help, the Lord brings the right people if we're willing to ask for help. And so I was willing to say, I cannot do this alone, Lord. I need you to bring people in my life to help me with this. And he did, you know, he brought my parents. And so don't be afraid. If you're in a situation that you feel like you're drowning and you do need help, don't be afraid to cry out to somebody and ask for that help. Somebody that you know loves the Lord is going to keep you grounded in Christ. That's right. Um, Don't be too prideful to say that you need help when you need it. Yeah, I love it. Well, we're out of time for this episode. We're going to be back on Wednesday. We're going to talk more about Ginger, learn more about her and her ministry. And then we are actually going to have her answer a couple of questions on parenting because Ginger has a newish podcast. It's not brand new, uh, but how long has your podcast been going now? Several months. We started in February of this year. Wow. That's amazing. It's so good. You guys, it is one of my favorites. I listen to it often and it is um, just full of wisdom and practical biblical advice for parenting. So we're going to throw some questions at at Brooklyn. I was going to call you Brooklyn. You're not Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) You're Ginger. (laughs) We're going to throw some questions at Ginger. Um, Tip, uh, typical of what she answers on the podcast so that you guys can get kind of a flavor for what she's doing and just get some really important questions answered because I know that the questions we're going to ask really do pertain to most of you who are listening. So you can find out more about Ginger at gingerhubbard.com. That's right. Yep. And then the podcast is Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Yep. I love it. We'll put those links in the show notes. You guys, Friday, November 12th, Schoolhouse Rocked, the homeschool revolution. Go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com. We will put those links in the show notes as well. Um, It is going to be a virtual cinema event, which means you can download it um, and stream it to your home, or you can do a group event as well. And all of that information will be on the website. So go to the website, 
figure out how you can get the movie and invite your friends and family over to watch it with you. We will see you guys back here on Wednesday. Have a good afternoon. Bye. Every year, parents just like you are discovering Classical Conversations, a vibrant, supportive Christian homeschooling program that's been equipping parents since 1997 with the resources, tools, guidance, and encouragement they need to homeschool their children with confidence and prepare them for a lifetime of success. Visit our website at classicalconversations.com to find a nearby community and learn more about homeschooling the Classical Conversations way. Classical Conversations, Christian homeschooling simplified.